Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. What is up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Two Degrees Hotter. How's it going? Hello, I'm here with a sickie. Yeah, this is honestly embarrassing. <laughs> Why am I? I'm like, embarrassed. <laughs> Tell the people. Um, yeah, I mean, I want to get into it more in my week in review, uh, but I'm coming from you. I'm coming from you. Jeez. I'm coming to you uh, from my COVID isolation period. Boom. <laughs> that was a sarcastic yay. Um, and also a very snowy day. There's cor- currently a Northeastern going on. Nor'eastern? I, I don't think it's, it's – it's a nor'easter, but I don't know if that's short for northeastern. Yeah, it's a nor'easter. I've been saying that word wrong. Really? Every every second of every day of my life. I don't know where the, like, <laughs> name comes from, but that's the phrase. I don't know. It might be I, short for northeastern. I'm not sure. Wow. I've definitely been saying – I know it's not northeastern. That was just a flub on my part. But I've definitely been saying nor'easter <laughs> my no, whole it's life. it's O-R <laughs> – Nor'easter. Damn. Well, I'm just embarrassed all around (laughs) in my flop era, clearly. Uh, But that's not what we're talking about today. Uh, I'm going to revisit our rat era episode to figure out how to climb out of this hole. But for today, we are going to be talking about uh, springtime (laughs) while it's snowing outside because we need, you know, something to live for. So we're going to be doing the ins and outs. Um, if you're on TikTok, you've probably seen people will talk about like what's in for the season, meaning like what's trending for the season, for lack of a better word, and what's out for the season. And then we're going to go through our bucket lists because y'all love a, a seasonal bucket list. You do. I'm looking up the first day of spring because I think it's around when this comes out. Yeah. First day of spring is Monday, March 20th. So yeah, wow. right. Um, Right the day after – or the day before this comes out is the first day of spring. So if you're listening to this, it's officially spring, and we're going to walk you through our ins and outs and our bucket lists. Um, and for the record, our ins and outs are like no – we're not yucking your yum if you're into these things. Oh, It's yeah, just no. our personal ins and outs for ourselves. So yeah, yeah. And they're sure. like mostly silly, silly goofy anyway. It's so true. Because you know us. <laughs> we're just silly goofy. Silly goofy girls. And I should clarify, we are not recording in the same room right now. We are recording oh, yes. via Zoom. <laughs> I yeah, realized that is... was probably not clear to people that are not. Yeah. No COVID yeah. is being spread in the making of this podcast episode. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We are going to get into our segments starting with the week in review. So I was going to mention how... I saw Hamilton. So Kylie saw Hamilton first in Boston. And then I saw it on their last night, actually. So now we can debrief because we didn't want to debrief before I had seen it. Yeah. What were your thoughts? I don't remember if I mentioned this. I wasn't sure if they were going to bring the turning stage with Mm -hmm. them or even how that works. Uh, But they did, which Mm -hmm. is – it's just so critical to the choreography. I don't know why for a second I thought that they wouldn't do it. But yeah, I thought in my humble opinion – both of the Hamiltons, like the character Hamilton that we've seen on Broadway and off Broadway, 
are better singers than Lin Manuel Miranda, oh, and I don't mean <laughs> no Tino shade with love and light, but with yeah, love and light, <laughs> he is a genius. Uh, but he did not need to cast himself in the lead role yeah, because he's a genius, I think but both- he's probably a little bit of a narcissist too. Yeah, which uh, the best. If I were that brilliant, are- yeah. If I were that brilliant, <laughs> I would absolutely be obsessed with myself. No, yeah. no shade, but yeah. Also, my radiator is turning on. Everyone say hi, radiator. Hi, radiator. They're probably so tired of us uh, saying that in literally every episode. I know. Like from October to April. Um, sorry. But yeah, I also thought it was really good. Um, I feel like they – I don't know if we saw the same exact cast because I imagine they probably have like two traveling casts at least. Um, yeah. But I felt like it was funny because I think for all the characters, they sort of either picked like a pretty – like an appearance dupe or like a voice dupe. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it felt like some people looked exactly like the original characters that were cast. Like I felt like the woman that played Eliza looked just like um, the original. I forget her name right now. Um, and I felt uh, like Hamilton looked a lot like – Oh, I meant Angelica actually. Um, yeah, I felt like the yes. one who played Angelica looked just like the original Angelica. Um, and then I felt like the woman that played Eliza sounded like the original Eliza but didn't look like her. Yes. So I thought that was interesting. But I think they did – a good job. And at first I wasn't sure if like that cast travels everywhere or if that was like the Boston cast. And it turns out that cast does travel everywhere. Like they have a schedule of like where oh, they're wow. going next. Yeah. It's nice. called the Philip tour. Like the Hamilton tour company is called the Philip tour. Oh, that's yeah. cute. I know. So um, cute. Yeah, I do agree with that. I also will say so Washington is my favorite in the mm. Hamilton musical, not historically, but I think I did like the Broadway Washington more than the touring cast's Washington. Um, but I'm just very particular with my Washington. I can't remember the guy who um, originated him like off the top of my head. It's like Chris something I want to yeah. say. But he has just the voice of an angel. Uh, and I've been chasing the high of hearing his voice for the first time ever since. <laughs> so I did think that the Broadway Washington, I remember being very impressed by him. And it's not that the touring cast Washington is bad by any means. He's also very, very talented. But I think he had a different yeah. voice. It was interesting. Um, I felt like some of them did have different like angles to their character. Like I kind of felt like Burr. Yeah. Like I felt like um Broadway Burr was a little more standoffish, I guess. Like you kind of Yeah. Uh, or he just like played into his asshole qualities a little more. And I feel like this Burr just kind of was um played a little more into the like down on his luck side of Burr. I don't know. Yeah. It was interesting. But we won't bore you yeah. with keeping talking about Hamilton in case you're like I have literally no idea what you're talking about. Um but I did see that on Sunday and it was their last night. So I always think it's funny when you see something on the last night, because I feel like people just make unhinged choices because they can, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they've been doing it the same way for like two months. And then the last night they're like, let's just send it like everything I've ever thought about doing. Let's just like get it out of my system. And so I feel like yeah. they were a little extra like um, Lafayette was quirky. like extra. Yeah. Extra quirky for sure. <laughs> um, So that was one thing I wanted to mention. And then this other thing I wanted to mention was just like a little, I guess, story time that I had. It's, about dance but i feel like it can relate to like any aspect of life so i'm gonna share it anyway but if you guys have been listening for a while you know that i've been in my ballet era and i've been going back consistently for probably like six months now or like six or seven months and this was the first time that i had been in a class that i received like an individual 
correction since I started back up, which I would say that's like more rare in adult classes. Like normally they kind of just focus on corrections for the group as a whole and like things to think about. But this is the first time that I was like called out in front of a class and kind of like used as an example of like things to fix. Um, And I was thinking about how like when we were growing up, I think I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I always kind of felt like getting corrections was like a little embarrassing, if that makes sense. Like you knew the group, like they were all kind of your friends and maybe just because you were dancing with the same people, it kind of felt like a ding against your like credibility to get a correction in front of the group in a way. Um, Or like a, like a ding against like your technique or your talent and that kind of thing. And so I always feel like I was self-conscious to receive corrections growing up. And then it's funny because now I have like a completely different perception of it, which is what I wanted to share, where I was literally like, yes, like, thank you for paying attention to me. Like I am paying for this class to like get better. And like, I'm so grateful that like you picked, you were watching me enough to notice that like I could, you know, fix this one thing and like do so much better in the future. And I was thinking about how that's like such a change from like my pre uh, like frontal cortex self. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I just wanted to share it because I feel like that's good growth and like good progress and like learning to take feedback as more of like a a gift and like a positive thing than letting it like make you feel bad about yourself or like you're doing something wrong um yeah so anyways I just essentially when I'm in quasi I need to get further over my leg and she's right because it will help me balance (laughs) and I've been thinking about it a lot so that's that's it for me Yeah. No, I definitely felt that way growing up. You never wanted to be the one that got called out. Yeah. And like nine out of 10 times, you weren't the only one doing it wrong. You were just the one that, um, in our case, like our teachers saw. Made the example of, yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure that it was even the case like in this scenario. But yeah, it is funny how I also wonder if like part of it being competitive versus like completely recreational. Yeah. Changes the dynamics. Yeah. Changes it. But um, I literally was like, yes. Like, I was like, I got a correction. <laughs> like, woo, nice. <laughs> I'm getting better. And then, like, yeah. back in the day, I would have been like, I got a correction. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, they're going to kick me off the team. <laughs> well, I love that for you. That's awesome. Um, I do need to get back into adult ballet uh, in, you know, seven days. Because for my week in review, I'll get into the COVID. But you may be sitting there thinking to yourself, Kylie, you had COVID literally six months ago. Don't I know it? How did, how did I get it again? I'd love to tell you. Uh, I went to Vegas with my family. And essentially, we were there and, you know, we had a great time. And my dad started to complain of a really bad headache mm. on Friday, which was like our travel day. And thankfully, we all wore masks on the plane to like minimize that. And at that time, none of us knew that we had COVID, obviously. Otherwise, we would have made different travel arrangements. arrangements but at the time one person having a headache we weren't like it's cold after like a bender in vegas loki <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um so and my dad was like well i've had literally 16 ounces of water this whole trip so that's why i have a headache we're going home and then the next morning he's still complaining of a headache um and i over the weekend was definitely feeling a little congested but again, I had just spent a week in Vegas where there was a bunch of smoking hotels mm-hmm. and then like flying in like dry air. I was like, yeah, of course I'm congested. I'm also allergic to everything under the sun. So like I'm always a little bit congested. So I was like, this is nothing normal. 
or nothing out of the normal. I was feeling like a little tired, also very normal after a bender. I think in hindsight now I'm like, the benders probably didn't help, but those were also probably early signs of a COVID uh, infection, unfortunately. But I didn't think anything of it. I am literally driving home from dance with our friends Lauren and Anna. And my mom calls me and is like, so I woke up feeling not too good this morning and I took a test and I'm positive for COVID. And I'm literally sitting in the car and they can hear my mom on the phone. And I'm like, looking around, I'm like, you're like, so sorry. What do I even, what do I even (laughs) do right now? Ejectile my seat real quick. Literally. (laughs) So I get out in the middle of the street and they're like, we're so sorry. They drive away. And I'm standing on the street like. (laughs) I did not know that part of the story. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And I get why they did it. It's not like I'm not, you know, mad or upset or think that they did the wrong thing. But we literally were two minutes away from dance. So it's not mm-hmm. even like I could have like walked back. I mean, I could have, but like not reasonably. So I'm literally just in back bay on the sidewalk with a mask on, sobbing, crying on the phone with my mom. And I'm just like, I don't even know what what do I even do here? What do we, what even is the protocol? How do I act? I ended up choosing to take an Uber because I figured that was like a little less. I, I thought that was better than going on the T because I was like, at the T, I could potentially expose like 50 people. Mm-hmm. But an Uber, at least I'll have my mask on, I'll roll my window down and I can contain it to that one person. And hopefully, you know, it's a 15 minute drive and everything will be fine. <sighs> ask me how much the Uber was. Should I guess or ask? That's up. You can guess. Hmm. Maybe like $23. The Uber was $40. <gasps> really? That's surprising. 40. That's really weird. It's not $40. that long of a drive. It's like two miles. <laughs> no. And it was on a Sunday. That's so it really was like weird. rush hour. Yeah. $40. But I'm like, yeah. what else am I going to do? I call the Uber. Two Ubers canceled on me. I'm literally just sobbing, crying, standing on the sidewalk. And I'm like, I'm never going to get home. I'm going to die in the streets before COVID can get me. I'm but stuck you, here like, for the rest of my life. You weren't certain then that you had it. You just no. figured you had been closely exposed, right? I had been closely exposed. And then because, like I said, I had been feeling a little congested and tired, I just immediately, my brain went to, oh yeah. my God, that's it wasn't travel. It was COVID. Like, I definitely have COVID. Like, my brain just kind of automatically went to, you have it. Yeah. Um, I was pretty intuitive when I had it too. Like I immediately knew also. So I feel yeah, like that's kind of a thing. Yeah. But then so I did eventually get home. Thank God. Uh, and I hope my Uber driver is feeling healthy and safe at this point in time. Um, Contact like Uber. Mask. Can you check on? <laughs> I'm like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> but I then took a test when I got home and I, I took two tests where it was like a line so faint that I couldn't tell if my eyes were playing tricks on me. And I sent a picture of one of them to like, I think I sent it to like eight people. And I kid you not, four people were like, yep, I see a line. And four people were like, nope, I don't see anything. And I was like, so I'm back to square one. This is amazing. I literally have no idea. At that point, I ended up scheduling a PCR and ordering a different type of COVID test. Um, And I obviously went to get the PCR, took the different at-home COVID test. And that one, it was still, I think I sent you a picture. The line was still like relatively faint. It wasn't as like dark as when I had COVID last time, but it wasn't. It wasn't like, questionable. Questionable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I already got my PCR test back and that unsurprisingly was positive. But 
truthfully, I, I've been saying I've, I'm basically asymptomatic. I think that's not necessarily true because if I am like congested and like low energy, those are symptoms. But compared to the last time that I had it, like I don't have the really intense body aches that I had. My congestion is nowhere near as bad as it was when I first had COVID. I don't even know. Do I like sound congested at all? Maybe like a little bit. Okay. Because I like, I remember genuinely like laying down, just like hoping that I could breathe through my nose for like two minutes. Like it was, I've never been so congested in my life. Um, And it's not like that right now. So yeah. So that's how I got it. We don't know where in Vegas. Yeah, I was going to ask like if you thought it was the plane or just like being unmasked around so many people in general. Like, I think more likely the latter because- if my dad didn't – we think that my dad was patient zero for our, yeah. like, group. <laughs> um, and he didn't start feeling a symptom until Friday. So I feel mm-hmm. like if we had gotten exposed on the plane on Monday, he would have felt something before. I don't about he's 72 hours from what I suspect. Like, from where okay. I suspected I got COVID, it was about, yeah, like 60 to 72 hours. Okay. So that it, – it is totally possible. Um but I also think it's totally possible that just no one's wearing a mask yeah. anywhere in Vegas and people are their most feral. Feral. Selves. Yeah. Yeah. So true. People are the worst version of themselves. So, um, that's what I was saying to Anya was I was like, it's so boring and predictable to have gotten COVID in Vegas. Like yawn. <laughs> Not that did, that's a joke. Don't take did you like serious. Vegas though? Because I, well, when we, it's funny when we were in Portugal, sorry if you hear my radiator, when we were in Portugal, Kylie's family was trying to plan this thing. And I went to Vegas yeah. with my family. And I kind of recommended that they don't go. <laughs> yeah. At that time. So I'm curious, what, how was the, apart from the getting yeah. sick there, like, did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> I truthfully, I was on board with your recommendation. This would not have <laughs> been my first pick for a family vacation. Um, I I did like it. We had a lot of fun. It's one of those places that I'm glad I went and that I can say, oh, yeah, I've been to Vegas and, like, I ha- did fun things and made fun memories. I'm not, like, back being, like, when's the next time we're going yeah. to Vegas, people? Like, I'm ready to – like, I'm kind of, like, all right. If something – if another event in my life, a bachelorette party or, like, a show is happening in Vegas that a bunch of my friends want to go see, something like that, I'll go back and I'll be fine with it. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to just, like, plan yeah. to revisit I feel similar. Like I think in my mind, my my takeaways were it's far, like flight-wise for us. It's yeah. like six hours, um, which is yeah. more than you would expect. And then it's also quite expensive when you're there. And so I was so thinking through and I was like, if I'm going to go somewhere far and expensive again in my life, it's not going to be Vegas. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be like yeah. somewhere in Europe. Like I honestly feel like a Europe trip is comparable in like distance and price a lot of the ways. Um, but oh, yeah. no shitting on Vegas. They got great shows. No. It's just – for a family yeah. trip especially, I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's a different vibe. I agree. And yeah, we did see – we saw O um, yeah. by Cirque du Soleil and it was incredible. Like so, so good. Um, that was one of the highlights for sure. But yeah, and especially like you said, being with family, there was just so many times where I was like I'd be doing something different. I'd be exactly. wearing something different exactly if yeah. I wasn't with my family. But all things considered, we had a lot of fun. And we got a nice little souvenir uh, <laughs> to come home with. So amazing. This is my parents' first time having COVID, though, ever. Mm-hmm. 
that I'm I'm glad they're also pretty mild. I, I should also say six of us went on this vacation and five out of the six of us are positive mm-hmm. for COVID. So it really this should this is your sign, even if you have mild symptoms, you're still hella contagious because my yeah. dad had pretty mild symptoms and he gave it to literally four out of five possible people. Yeah. Like party. just because so. it doesn't feel like a big deal to you does not mean that you're not like yeah. impacting other people. So like even if you're like, oh, it's just a cold, like just take the test. Just take the test and act accordingly. Yeah. And truthfully, I was not sh- like sharing food and drink with my dad mm-hmm. much. Maybe a sip or two here and there. And I'm sure that's all it takes. But it's not like him and I were like constantly splitting and sharing things. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just like in the same space. none of us space. really were doing that. Yeah. So – Boo. Yeah. Hate to see it, but glad it's at least not bad if you're going to get it a second time. Like it's it's best case scenario yeah. to not get it again, but if you're going to get it again, it's best case scenario to have it not be bad. So yeah, exactly. All right. Let's get into our favorites. So my first favorite that I wanted to mention this week is a oil, like a facial oil that I've been using for a while. I've been using it for probably like four months. I just haven't had a chance to mention it yet. It's from Coco Kind and it's called the Facial Repair Oil. I think they changed the packaging. Mine's in like a little green like container. I think now it's in a blue one. So keep a keep an eye out. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like in the past, I always thought of myself as having like oily skin like growing up and I think now in my 20s like it's really become very combination I would almost say combination dry in some parts like I think I'm realizing that like different parts of my face are very different skin types like I would say my forehead's pretty oily but my cheeks are so dry so I feel like I'm noticing I need to like treat different areas of my face differently Um, and so I've been liking this repair oil especially because I get I don't want to say I'm like allergic to the cold, but I think that's basically what it is. Like it's called like uticaria or something like that if you look it up. But basically if people can get like hive like reactions to being in super cold weather and then like coming into inside, like the the transition from temperatures can do that. And that's what happens to me. And so I've been kind of like putting this oil on before I know I'm going to be outside or like go for a walk or something like that. And I feel like it's been helping kind of like keep the barrier so like my skin doesn't have as much of a reaction. So mm-hmm. I wanted to bring that up if you've been looking for an oil. It's pretty affordable. I think it was like 14 bucks too, which is nice because I feel like that kind of like nice. serum stuff can get expensive quickly. Yeah. Um, and then my other favorite is leg warmers, but specifically to wear to a workout in the winter, which is like I know what they're for, but like I got these like <laughs> thigh high ones. Like I'm not talking the short ones. I'm talking like a full yeah. legs worth of leg warmer. And yesterday to dance, and I've been doing this a lot, is like I've been wearing shorts to dance and wearing the leg warmers basically so that their pants, like there's no gap, no skin is out. And it's funny because it's like I'll yeah. do the warm up and the leg warmers and then like take it off and be wearing shorts. But it's basically just like pants without the waist part essentially. Um, yeah. And it's been really convenient to like not have to layer all the time, like just to be able to grab those and like instantly have pants. So check it out. <laughs> Love it. We love using things for what they were made for. Yes. And sometimes I make <laughs> them arm warmers too. Ooh, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Very nice. For my favorite this week, I have an influencer. Uh, I have been living under a rock. I feel like most people are familiar with this. I, uh, I am influencer. indeed. It's Whitney Simmons, uh, a fitness girly, one of the fitness queens. 
And she, I think she got her start on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's been popping up on my TikTok. And I just think she is hilarious. I think she's so funny. Uh, she's always doing what she calls a gusset check mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that she doesn't have a camel toe. And it's just, I just think she's hilarious. Zach and I the other day were just laying in bed and I just kept playing her TikToks for him. And we were both like, this woman's a comedic genius over here. Her and dogs are cute I feel too. Like, oh, they're so cute. And she does like, um, like reset videos or like get ready with me videos. She has this like infrared mask thing that yes, she wears sometimes. <laughs> um, I don't know what that thing does. But yeah, I just, I enjoy your content. Um. I've been watching some of her YouTube. I feel like TikTok's big downside is that, like, you can't really go back and, like, binge TikToks Mm. in the same way that you can binge YouTube videos. Maybe I'm alone in that. It's not as easy. Yeah. I feel like they just somehow have a shorter shelf life. Mm -hmm. And so I find myself, like, not wanting to watch older TikTok videos, but I'll watch, like, older YouTube videos from a creator that, like, I've just gotten into. But, yeah. so. She is influencing me to buy Gymshark. Um, they're having yeah, a huge sale Yeah, her collection right now, is cute. And yeah. It's her last one it. with them, so. I know. That's what's making me think about it. But, yeah. And she always wears the minimal bras, and I got some boobies, so I don't know how well it would work for me, but I want it to work for me, so I might try it. But yeah, I can wear them to dance because it's a women's only gym, so that's a True. safe space to have my titties out. She's, like, very real about um, – she has psoriasis and she like posts yes. about it a lot, which I think is cool. Um, yeah. And she's very real about like mental health. So we love Whitney overall. Yeah. yeah. Great creator. Check out her TikTok. Check out her YouTube. Just check her out. She's great. All right. We are going to get into our main episode topic after a quick ad break. So stay tuned. If you know anything about our show, you know Anya and I really prioritize our health, sustainability, and building a community around the things that young women go through. That's why we feel so lucky to have met and interviewed Katie Diasty in 2020, a Gen Z entrepreneur, overall badass, and founder of Viv for Your V, who we are so proud to partner with on this episode. Viv is an earth-friendly period care subscription brand created to bring sustainable and clean products to the hands of menstruators. Something crazy that I personally didn't know is that the average menstrual pad is equal to about four plastic bags and can take up to 800 years to break down. Yeah, and this is a big deal because a menstruator can use anywhere from 5,000 and 15,000 disposable period care products in their cycle's lifetime. And at any time, 800 million menstruators are on their period right now. That's why we feel really great about using Viv's bamboo-based products. Bamboo uses a quarter the amount of water, less land and fertilizers, and is naturally hypoallergenic, breathable, and actually more absorbent than cotton. It's so crazy to know that with every Viv box, you can save 643 pounds of CO2, 607 gallons of water, and 48 plastic bags from entering a landfill. Another problem that Viv is solving for is access to products when you need them the most. I think we can all relate to having that oh shit moment and realizing you're going to have to make a CVS run on top of all the things you're already dealing with. With their subscription-based model, it's so easy to choose how often you want your products delivered and have them on hand so you can conquer more. They have products for every type of period, from pads and liners to tampons and even menstrual cups. Viv totally converted me to a cup user. I love that it's zero waste, reusable, and lasts up to 10 years. Plus, the ring on their cup is a total game changer. You guys have to try it. 
We personally feel amazing about the way we're treating our bodies, the planet, and supporting a clean, sustainable, and women and minority-owned business all at the same time. Use the code and the link in our bio to shop the Viv website with 20% off, and definitely check out our episode with Katie to learn even more. And now, hotties, back to the episode. All right, we're back, and we're going to kick things off with our ins and outs for spring, and then we're going to do our spring bucket lists. I will say these ins and outs are, like, pretty random. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and, very random. And very personal to us. So like I said, if we if we yuck your yum, it's not personal. These are just things that are in and out for us individually. So yeah. my first in is shows that come out with new episodes on a weekly basis, like how all shows used to. Um, and I say this mainly because of The Last of Us. I just had so much fun with that process. Like knowing that everyone is watching it at the same time as you and everyone's talking about the last episode during that one week and like everyone's on the same page as far as having the same information and stuff. Like, you know, if you talk to someone about like a show that, you know, you you can't really get spoilers because everyone's only seen what you've seen and just like getting so excited for the next one. Like I've just, I was living my life. I'm so sad that it's over. Um, And I know that's like how all shows used to be. And I kind of wish like, I'm like, let's get back there. Like it reminded me of like euphoria, like how fun that was. I just feel like it makes a show extra special when it only comes out once a week and then of course now it's up so you can like binge it but yeah i'm really into shows that come out like they used to and not just all at once yeah yeah i will say i am upset because zach and i started the last of us and i literally texted him hours before testing positive for covid and was like don't watch any episodes without me Mm -hmm. and now i'm like still don't watch any episodes without me but it's gonna be a while before we can watch episodes together but That gets into my next or my first in, and that's 70s inspired fashion a la Daisy Jones because that's what I've started binging Mm -hmm. during my isolation period is Daisy Jones and the Six. Uh, I'm only two episodes in, but already I'm like, let's bring 70s fashion back. I want flare jeans, bell bottoms. I want leather, denim on denim, Mm -hmm. like all of that, Uh, brown tones. Like I just – I think it's so fun. I think, honestly, not so much now, but in college, a lot of my style, I feel like, had, like, a little 70s. Some of my work told me that they felt like I had a lot of 70s, like, inspo. Not necessarily Mm -hmm. that I was, like, dressing like I'm from the 70s, but she was like, I can see, like, that sort of pattern. Um, So, clearly, I've always liked it. And now I'm like, it's trendy to do so. So, it's in. Yeah, it is very iconic. I will say um, on the Sorry Girls, which is like an interior design YouTube, Becky, one of the hosts, is very 70s and she's currently remodeling her – they bought kind of like a farmhouse style place and she's remodeling Mm -hmm. it to to be like 70s, like retro themed. So check out her videos. Ooh. They're really good. Um, Speaking of home decor, wow, look at all of us with the the transitions. (laughs) Um, my next in for spring is having a cute dining room set up. I feel like my apartment now has a pretty formal dining room where like we literally have like a china cabinet and like just a table in there and like our bar cart and we use it like occasionally, but it's mostly kind of just like a placeholder space to like look cute and nice. And I've been like styling it a bunch of different ways since we've lived here. And I think the way that I have it right now is definitely like the cutest that I've had it. And so I want to keep playing around with like fun colorful like candles and like candlestick holders and tulips and like tablecloths um and just like keep that space like fresh because it is very easy to change things around with like a table like like i said tablecloths placemats like whatever dishes you put out like you can really mix things up on the fly so just like having fun with that is in for me yeah for sure 
Next for me is being in a routine. I am kind of laughing at myself, honestly. I've basically had like an on and off three weeks of travel where one week I was in New York, the next week I came back and I was here, and then I went to Vegas, and now I was supposed to have like, I think exactly a month Mm -hmm. of like just getting back into a routine, like not really traveling, not having a ton of weekend plans, and then we leave for London. (laughs) Now, of course, (laughs) Miss COVID had to uh, rain on that parade, but that's okay. Uh, I do – I am a little like – my anxiety has been going in two ways. Number one, it's been telling me that I'm going to die now that I've had COVID twice, which is not a useful, you know, use of my mental dialogue uh, and not true if you're listening. But number two, it's been like, okay, well, now by the time my isolation period is over, I'm only going to have like two weeks before we leave. And it's just going to like it. I've just been thinking about how chaotic everything Mm -hmm. has felt. Like I just haven't felt settled down. And in all ways but the COVID, it's been for good reason. Like, I'd love to travel. And also, I'm ex- kind of looking forward to going to London, but then also coming back and having, like, some time without any travel planned. So mm-hmm. I can, like, actually get back into a routine and feel a little bit more like myself because I get a little anxious when my routine gets disrupted a lot. Yep. I agree. Um, my next one is cleaning in more, like, frequent quick bursts instead of just like all at once so it doesn't get overwhelming. I feel like growing up, the way that my parents cleaned, they would always dedicate like a weekend morning to everyone cleaning and everyone would kind of like get their responsibilities. And I just felt like that was kind of like the way people did it. Like they dedicated like the first half to their Saturday to cleaning and like that was it. And they just like had a clean place for the rest of the week. Um, And Mm -hmm. I feel like in my adult life, I've been like trying to figure out what works for me. And I'm realizing I think what works for me is more so just like Oh, you got 20 minutes before your next meeting? Vacuum a little. You got 15 minutes here? Like load the dishwasher. Like just doing things on like a more regular small basis so that it doesn't get overwhelming. Because yeah. I think when it gets overwhelming is when I don't want to do it. And then when I feel like the place is just nasty and it's like a bad feeling overall. Um, so yeah. yeah, especially with vacuuming. Like I've just been vacuuming like one room at a time if I like feel like it and notice that it needs it. And I feel like it's made a difference. Yeah. Yeah, I you know me. I love the 20-minute timer method where you're like, all right, 20 minutes. Whatever I get done, I get done. But mm-hmm. I'm going to feel so much better because you can get way more done in those quick bursts than I think you give yourself credit for a lot of the time. My next in is morning sunlight, uh, which is a little ironic given the weather. Uh, and obviously, I cannot go outside until Saturday. <laughs> but in the spring, I definitely want to like prioritize like getting up. And even if it's just like a 10 minute, like walk around the block, like walk to pick up, you know, a couple of grocery items for dinner that night or walk to get a coffee or even just like walk to walk, um, getting in some like morning vitamin D, uh, touching grass, I think would be good for me. You can, uh, is that, what's that called? Like earthing is that what it's called when you like walk barefoot in the grass <laughs> like is that what it's called Not i don't know thing something like that because there's just an abundance of grass Listen, <laughs> you could find Boston. some grass if you need i got little, little like, patches of grass some places yeah i just feel like the problem with boston is that there's the places where there is grass there's also copious amounts of dog poop so True. walking barefoot wouldn't exactly it would really it would really earth yeah it would really earth you. It would earth me right to the shower to scrub my feet. 
My next one is ballet core and also just like lots of layering because I feel like that's kind of what ballet core is in essence. I mean, obviously, it's also kind of like pastels and like lighter colors, but I think a lot of what makes like the ballet core aesthetic look the way it does is just the fact that you've got like a little wrap sweater and leggings and tights and a skirt. Like there's lots of like layers going on. And I feel like that's especially like practical for springtime because it could be yeah 40 degrees in the morning and 70 in the afternoon. So then you just take off those okay. layers and it's great for sure. My next in is mocktails and just like beverage culture, multiple beverages mm-hmm. at once. I am a big like social drinker. I like drinking when like I'm with a group of people and like part of the intention of the night is to be drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm not like a big like pour yourself a glass of wine at home type of person. But I love a fun beverage. I love a f- I love a fun cocktail. Uh, so there's no reason why I can't make mocktails at home and then I can have a water I can have a tea and a mocktail Mm -hmm. and that satisfies what is it it's like one for hydration one One for for energy energy. yeah one for fun yeah love that it's in love it my next one is spring (laughs) break I can't talk spring break trips as adults so we are going on a spring break trip as adults. <laughs> I feel like Hell any trip yeah. you go on in like March or April can be like a spring break trip in your mind. Yeah. Um, but I think ours is especially- I have two spring breaks. Yeah. Ours <laughs> feel, I think our trip feels especially spring break to me because it's a week and that's like how long spring break was. I don't know. It just makes sense in my head that like we're going on spring break. Yeah. Um, so we're going on spring break as adults and everyone should book yourself a little trip this spring, even if it's just a weekend because you deserve- yeah. A spring break, no matter what phase you're at in life, because it is actually BS that you stop getting a spring break as an adult. It really is. And they'll say you have BTO. It's not the same. It's not the same. Not the same. Because other people are also working. That is the problem. So if true. you go on a trip and then you come back to like a flooded inbox, it's not the same as if you if no one works. You know what I mean? Like Christmas yeah. time is so different. So than, true. Anyways. It's so true. My next one is sticking to your grocery list, uh, especially if you shop at places like Trader Joe's because mm-hmm. I love to get to Trader Joe's and then just buy myself so many little treats. And then what should have been a $50 grocery bill is a $90 grocery bill. And I'm yeah. like, well, whoops. And the, I forgot something that I absolutely needed for mm-hmm. what I was making for dinner that night because I was too busy looking at the tulips. So if you want to buy yourself a treat, put it on the list. Mm-hmm. Flowers. One little treat, one mm-hmm. new item, if you're at Trader Joe's, uh, and stick to it. Amen. My next one is the Hunger Games Renaissance. Is this happening for everyone or is it just me? I think it's everyone. Uh, or maybe not everyone, but at least a, a somewhat large group of people. Yeah. Um, my entire TikTok has been all like Hunger Games fan cam edits. And I Hell think yeah. it's because the new movie is coming out at the end of this year. Like, is it September or yeah. something like that? So I think, honestly, I think, so. I think it's like big cinema, um, like pushing this content again. And I'm not mad. Oh, yeah. Uh, because I love The Hunger Games. And the way <laughs> I always compare, the way that I felt about The Last of Us, I have not felt that kind of thrill since The Hunger Games. So my inner child <laughs> of like being obsessed with dystopian literature is thriving right now. So let yeah. me know if that's just yeah. my page. I don't know. Yeah, I did go to um, a Hunger Games exhibit in mm-hmm. Vegas. So this renaissance is very real for me too. Mm-hmm. 
And I was really sad because I used to have a uh, PETA shirt where it just had like his profile at, and that was the whole shirt. Um, it's so camp and I wish I held on to it because <laughs> I would wear it all the time now. And I was so hopeful that they would have something similar in like the gift shop mm-hmm. at the exhibit and they didn't. That's a crime. But I would have bought that so fast. But yeah. And then my last in for spring is buying yourself flowers because spring is the season of flowers and you should always buy yourself flowers whenever you want to, but especially in the spring. Agree. It's the time. I love tulips and spring is so good yes. for tulips, but the way that they die just like really bothers me. You know how it happens? Don't they like, just like shed? Yeah. They just like like open from the middle and they all just like all the petals just mm. fall off in like one day and it's just left with like the mini like the inside whatever that's called like the stomata why do i remember that like the part of the plant please i was and- gonna say the bud <laughs> <laughs> i think it's like the male part of the plant because it's like trying to reproduce anyway um that's inappropriate it's literally like deflowering it's like kind of disturbing <laughs> like i'm like i hate it and it happens so fast <laughs> like you have such cute tulips one day and then you, the next yeah. day they're all just completely naked Dead. and i'm like what is this <laughs> So anyway, um, flashing without consent at tulips. (laughs) Yeah, basically, like I feel a little violated every time. Um, Let's get into our outs. I was actually wondering if we should have done our outs first to like keep the good vibes going, but we still got bucket list, so it'll be no. We're doing the 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 sandwich, uh, negative sandwich. Yeah, positive, negative, positive. Okay. So my first out is beer. If you guys, I don't know if you guys know, I feel like I used to kind of be a beer girl. Like, and I still really like brewery culture, like mostly for like the small local business aspect of it. Like, I think that's really cool and like a fun place to hang out. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I used to actually like unironically be into craft beers and like trying different beers and IPAs and ciders and that kind of thing. And I just feel like recently I've just kind of like moved away from it. And now whenever I try an IPA, I'm like, I don't really like this. Like, I don't know if something changed in like my taste buds, but whenever I'm like, thinking about a beverageino or like looking at a menu, like I never order beer anymore. And I just feel like that's been a change. Yeah. I like beer. I just always feel so gross after drinking one. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just like in my head, but they just are like heavy. Yeah. A lot of the time. Um, my first out is, uh, downplaying your feelings because, if you're like me, you just got to feel your feelings. I have a horrible habit of uh, trying to be like, no, I'm not upset about that or I, I shouldn't be upset about that. And I push it down and push it down. And then like the smallest thing happens and I'm like, I'm going to have a mental breakdown. And it seems very out of pocket and out of character and ridiculous to be breaking down over that like small thing. But it's always like the straw that broke the camel's back type of scenario. Um, so we're not doing that in the spring. That's out. Mm-hmm. We're addressing our feelings. We're addressing our emotions. You are allowed to feel emotions. You are a human being. They're never too big because if a human can feel them, then that's just what it is. So stop downplaying them. Address them. Go to therapy, please. You are a human being, you know, verb. <laughs> um, my next funny. out, <laughs> a human, comma, being, you know, being. Um <laughs> My next out is Be Real. Nothing against Be Real. I think it's a fun yeah. concept. And I was really into it when it first came out. And then I think it just started to really overwhelm me. Like the nature of like the push notification and like the shame of being late. I just feel like if your goal is to like try to be less obsessed with your phone and like social media, 
Mm-hmm. It's hard when you're on be real, like, and I I appreciate their whole concept of like normalizing whatever you're doing in that moment, and like it doesn't have to be amazing, but I just think the fact that you need to be so like on top of it was like overwhelming me. So I haven't been on be real in like months, honestly. So it is out for me. Yeah, yeah, it's out for me too. Uh, and on that note, screen addictions is out for me in the spring. Uh, I'm sick and tired of being addicted to my phone. Mm-hmm. I really am. I spend an egregious amount of time on TikTok and it's just absolutely absurd and no one needs to spend that much time on, you know, especially I have an, uh, a 13 mini. My poor mm. eyeballs are like, please, for the love of God, <laughs> look at something bigger than that. So yeah, so we're working on it. We're uh, trying to cope. Uh, not this week. I can tell you that mm-hmm. much. <laughs> the screen addiction will not be tackled this week, but in the weeks following, we're going to stop looking at our phone. We're going to touch grass. We're going to journal. We're going to read. We're going to work out. We're going to talk to a stranger. I don't care what you do. I don't know what your prerogative is. Put your phone down. Yeah. And don't just put down your small screen to be on your medium screen and watch your large screen. You know, it's a, yeah, it's a large issue overall. It's a large issue. Screen time. If you added up your screen time across all devices, I don't know about your entire day. Vomit. It would be literally my entire day. Cause it's like, even when I go to the office, like I'm on my phone on the commute, you know, like, yeah, I don't drive for the record. Um, yes. <laughs> my next out is my Apple Watch. And I used to be a big Apple Watch fan, lover. And I think I liked it more <laughs> when I worked in person because it would like keep me on top of things that I couldn't be like in front of. So like if I was in an in-person meeting and I had a text or something, I could like quickly check it. I feel like it was useful for that kind of stuff. But I think I working from home, I just don't really feel like it gives me very useful insights because I'm just in front of my computer anyway. And I feel like even for workouts, I was in a phase of like always wanting to like capture my workouts on my Apple Watch. And I feel like then I got too analytic with it where like I wouldn't let it just capture the workout. I would be like, oh, well, this workout, I didn't burn as many calories as the last one. So I need now I need to go supplement it and do this to like make sure I get to that. And it's like, I just am trying to let the fact that I like worked out and put in the effort like be enough. And I think the Apple Watch. Yeah sends me down a bad direction on that front, at least lately. Maybe I'll get back into it, but I haven't worn it in like months for all those reasons. Yeah. I My problem with my Apple Watch is that I am horrible about putting it back on when it's charging. Mm. I literally forget. To, and it the battery life, T, I think should be longer. Yeah. It only lasts like two days. No, it's not good. So, and then I put it on the charger and then it'll stay on the charger for six weeks. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I should put my Apple Watch back on. Yeah. You just, you got to like get in the habit of doing it every night, but then you can't use some of the like sleep functionalities either. So it's like, yeah, it's just, it's not a perfect system yet. They'll figure it out. I'm sure. Get it together. Uh, My next out is finishing bad books. Uh, Just put it down. You know, it within the first, I'll say a hundred pages and that's a generous guess. Mm Mm-hmm. You know within the first 100 pages if you like the book and if it's worth reading through to the next. And I have such a bad habit of just wanting to finish the book. You're like, well, I've committed. And it's okay. It's okay because I'd read so many more books that I enjoy if I just accepted that I didn't like the book and moved on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think part of that is going to come with – I really want to like stray away from – physical books and more to kindle because i actually think the idea of having the physical book like because i'm like i don't want to own this for nothing and be mm-hmm. like oh i i didn't finish it but with your kindle it's a bit more like You're abstract like, i guess yeah i'm like delete download thanks <laughs> especially if you use like libby or something like that and you don't even like pay for the download then it's like you can really just oh true. go based off of like how you feel and not the fact yeah. that you like you know are invested 
Yeah. My next out is overthinking social media posts and like being embarrassed to post online in whatever capacity that is. Um, And I was thinking back to like, I feel like a few years ago, like your Instagram caption was like so important. Like it took like, you would, you would spend like a day thinking about like the perfect caption for whatever you were going to post. Um, and I'm just like, that is such a waste of collective energy. Like if all of us put all the time we put into thinking about Instagram captions into like something else, <laughs> imagine yeah. what a place the world would be. <laughs> um, Truly. so I've been thinking about that. Amen. And then also it's funny because I got a, you know how TikTok now shows you who has looked at your profile. I got a funny, yeah. uh, Kylie knows I got a funny notification the other day and I was thinking about like, I was like, oh, I wonder why they were looking at my profile. Like you know, I post about dance. Is that like kind of weird? And then I was like, no, I don't care. Like it's it's weird for them to be creeping on me at this time. So, so just true. like, it's fine. Don't overthink it. Post what you want to post. Yeah. And that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. My next out is blacking out. Uh, I actually haven't done this in a while, but I know it's spring break season and I just think that you should mix in a water. I think you should uh, take a liquid IV. And I think you should monitor how much you're drinking and make sure that you're not mixing too many alcohols. It's better for your body. It's better for your hangover. And I've just – I've never blacked out and been like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. That was a fun night. <laughs> Absolutely. And I just feel like now – it's so true that I feel like We're when – old. Exactly. Like I actually – I pay for it so much more now than I used to so that it's true. just not worth it. It's never worth it. Like people say no. you're borrowing fun from tomorrow. I'm like, I'm borrowing fun from the next week. Like, it's not worth it. Like, (laughs) yes. My next out is matte products. And this is one of the ones where I'm like, no tea, no shade if this is your thing. But I just feel like I've realized that like the dewier look just makes me look so much more alive. Like, I feel like when I look at pictures of me from like 2016, when it was like all matte everything, like matte face powder, like matte Kylie lip kits, the matte eyeshadow. I'm like, I look like a mannequin. Like, I don't look human. You know (laughs) what I mean? Um, so I've really been embracing like the glowy, glowy everything. And maybe we'll look back at this time and be like, why were we using, like, why were we disco balls? I'm sure we'll reach a happy medium, but I'm enjoying being a disco ball for the time being. Uh, my next one is negative self-talk. I feel like we've done a lot of episodes and a lot of talking about just like being nicer to yourself recently. And I think that's a good message to take into the spring, uh, especially, and I'll get into this for my next out as well. But when the weather gets warmer, people are wearing more revealing, for lack of a better term, outfits. I know it can be a tough time for body image. Um, So be nice to yourself because you're fine. You're beautiful the way that you are. You know that you're taking good care of yourself and you're doing the best that you can. Uh, And you deserve to be nicer to yourself than you're probably being. Definitely. My last out is pressuring yourself to do workouts just because they're like trendy or like the workout that's like Mm. in at the time. I feel like workouts move in the same trend cycles as like anything else these days. And I was reading that like a trend cycle, like, like scientifically, like a social media trend cycle now is like two months or less. And so there's like always some new trend cycle happening, whether it's, you know, reformer Pilates or like this type of soul cycle or like berries, you know, like there's so many workouts that are trendy. And I feel like number one, a lot of those can be like prohibitively expensive. And number two, like it just might not be what your body likes. Like for example, we were talking about berries recently and I've tried berries in the past and a lot of my friends really like berries and it works for them. But for me, I just feel like I, what I said to you is like, I feel like it raises my cortisol that it's like a net negative on my health because it's such an intense workout and I just don't like high intensity workouts. And so it's like, 
why am I going to pay like $35 just because it's like the workout to be doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't yeah. feel like de-influence your workout routine. Do what you actually want to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and then my last one as a good transition is workouts as punishment, which I think is different than what you're saying mm-hmm. in the sense of you should be doing the workouts that you want to do because you want to do them mm-hmm. or because you know that there's a greater benefit to your physical health, to your mental health, whatever it may be, but not because you had birthday cake at your friend's birthday dinner and you feel like you have to burn it off because swimsuit season is upon us. Mm -hmm. We're not doing that. That's no good because then that's how you get out of your workout routine and you don't stick with it and you're going to see the most net benefit to your health and honestly probably to your physical appearance when you're consistent with it over being really intense with it for a short amount of time. So don't do it. You have a bikini body because you have a body and you can put a bikini on it. Ooh, Facts. Congrats. Love that saying. So those are our ins and outs. And we are realizing that this episode is already like a full episode on its own. It's already over 50 minutes. So we're thinking you guys might be done listening and we might be done recording and we might just say our spring <laughs> bucket list and a new another episode maybe next week maybe, yeah. you know, coming up. What do you think? Yeah. Cut it off here. I think I think that works. Um, go to part two. Uh, yeah. It won't be posted. But yeah. they're like, for the <laughs> love of God, stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, please, we're done hearing you guys talk. Yeah, we'll save it for another episode. So definitely stay tuned. But with that, those are our ins and outs. And you can follow us on Instagram at Two Degrees Hotter. You can leave us a suggestion or any advice that you need in our anonymous suggestion box. You can rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, five stars, because it really helps out our show. And with that, we'll see you in the next episode. That may or may not be the spring bucket list. Who knows? (laughs) We don't even know. So we'll see. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye.